folks. Welcome to the Seven Figure Network Podcast. As always, my name is Melford Bivens. Today, I'm joined by Michelle Cunningham, and I'm so excited because Michelle has seen success on both sides of the industry. She has not only built an incredible team for herself, but now she's helping other folks through her training to build their teams up during a pretty tough time. I mean, let's all be honest with each other. This is so, this, this last few years have been a very weird flux in our industry. So I love having somebody like Michelle on here who's had a really good path to move folks forward in this industry, no matter how good or how bad things are, because I think that that's sort of the cornerstone of success is, you know, they always talk about it's, you know, it's easy to make money in the stock market when things are great. It's same thing in network marketing. When things are just cranking, you realize that everybody's making money and going crazy. And then one little pebble gets thrown on the road and a lot of people get derailed. That's what Michelle does. She takes that derailment out of it and helps you get moving back in the right direction again. So Michelle, thanks for being on the show today. I appreciate it. Thanks, Mel. I'm very excited to be here. Just an honor. And uh, I'm excited. So let's jump into it. <laughs> Love it. So I am not going to tell your story, but I'm dying to hear it. So would you mind telling folks how you got into the industry in the first place? Yeah, absolutely. I got into the industry. I was 23 years old. I go to an event at a hotel, as many of us do. <laughs> There's a lady in the room claiming to make six figures. Another one's a millionaire. Another one's driving a free car. And I'm like, dude, this is either a fantastic opportunity this is totally a scam and these girls are putting on a show, <laughs> you know, Coin toss. So I go home, right? I tell my mom, I'm like, mom, this is awesome. Like, you make money. And she's like, honey, anything that sounds too good to be true probably is. And network marketing, that kind of industry, you're very, you have to be very annoying. And, and I just don't think you're cut out for that. You could, you like people to like you. I don't think you're cut out for it. And I was like, okay, got it. So I listened to that for about a week. And then a week later, I remembered I was 23. And at 23, you don't have to listen to your mom anymore. So I signed up anyway. <laughs> and so I signed up. And back then, there was no text message and no cell phone. This is 2002, mm -hmm. right? So no, no cell phone, no Facebook. So they were like, you got to build your business by like just meeting people. And I did not have a network. Like my mom's like, I'm not hosting a party. And then my friend was like, I don't know. We just moved here. Like we, we literally, I just moved to Massachusetts. I didn't know anyone in the area mm -hmm. and I was a pharmaceutical sales rep at the time. And so I was like, okay, well I'll just, you know, I'll go into doctor's offices and I'll like get sales that way. And I'll figure it out with the staff. And so I'm every day I'm armed with my business cards and I'm going to bring it up. But I, every single day, Mel, I freeze in fear. Like I cannot do it. I literally cannot do it. And I don't do this for just like, the first month or two months. I do this for a solid six years, which is a fantastic part of the story because from age 23 to 29, I, I had a $3,000 inventory filled with all my products to sell that all expired and went bad. And oh. I could not tell anybody I sold this oh. beauty and skincare product. I just couldn't do it. And so like there was one customer, one lady, this was like a gift from God. And I was getting my teeth. I had to get a dental, whatever. And mm -hmm. I met the dentist and she's like, what do you use on your skin? It looks amazing. I was like, oh, I use this. She's like, oh my gosh, you know anyone who sells it? And I'm like, oh, I do. I, I sell it, right? And so I end up selling to her, but this lady, Sarah, and I write about her because in my book, I talk about Sarah because Sarah thought that I was the best rep in the whole world. And Sarah, every three months reordered from me. Mm -hmm. And Sarah kept my hope alive in those six years that if I could just find one more Sarah or 10 Sarahs, this would actually be a, a viable source of income, right? And so Sarah, honestly, without her, I don't know that the journey would have been the way it was because every month, she, every three months, she was back again. Mm -hmm. And I'd have to come out of being inactive, <laughs> crazy. 
And so at 29 years old, I am fed up enough with my corporate job. I've jumped from being a pharmaceutical sales rep for two years to being a uniform sales rep for two years. Mm -hmm. Then I'm going to be a commercial real estate agent because I can hear you can make a lot of money in that. And for me, I've always been majorly money motivated because I grew up incredibly poor. My mom was a single mom. I come from no money. We were the poor kids in town. I just wanted Pantene shampoo like the rich kids. And I wanted big apples at the grocery store because we couldn't afford those. <laughs> so uh, so it was always, I've always been money motivated because I knew that money would give me things I couldn't have as a kid. And so uh, at 29 years old, I was just really, um, I, was, I was fed up enough with my job. And I said to my boyfriend at the time, who's now my husband, honey, I think I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to do this. Like I'm going to do this network marketing thing. And he's like, the the one you've been failing at for six years. Is that the same? He's like, and, and I'm sorry, you're just leaving real estate. I know it's 2009. I know the market just crashed, but like that didn't work either for the last two years. I'm like, just let me, I'm going to go do this for, for six months. If it doesn't work, I'll get a real job. He's like, I think you should get a real job now. And I'm like, I think, I think I should do this for six months. And he's like, okay deal. And if you don't do it, you have to get a real job. Mm-hmm. And so you have never seen someone get a fire underneath them. Like I literally became a lunatic and I'm like, dude, I got to figure this out. I got to, because mm-hmm. to me, the the alternative was I was going back to jail. <laughs> like I will not work for someone. I was so committed. So I went online. I found a lady that worked for the company. She wasn't my upline. My upline had like retired. It was kind of a wonky situation. Mm-hmm. So I, I said, I don't know you, but you don't know me, but can you help me? And she's like, sure. And her name is Maggie and Maggie changed my business and my life forever. She, she said, I believe in you. You Mm -hmm. can do this. Even though you've, it hasn't worked out. This is what you're going to do. Here's a plan to follow. She gave me a plan to follow, Mm -hmm. which one of my biggest frustrations all those six years was they said, you can do it. You can do it. I'm like, yeah, I know I could probably do it if I knew what to do. Well, you're a farmer rep. As a, as a farmer rep, you knew you could do it. They just never told you what to do. (laughs) <laughs> yes. You're an expert. Needed, yeah, exactly. So I needed to know what to do. And so she taught me like what to say at the appointment. She taught me how to get leads without approaching strangers. She taught me all these things that I'm like, oh, sweet. The introvert in me who's always grew up. I grew up just in, so poor and feeling less than those around me. So I needed something that worked for my confidence level that it was that day. Right. And so, and I tell people always, you know, stretch yourself, but literally if something shuts you down and makes you not want to work, cause it's like, so out, out far out, like walking up to a stranger and be like, hello, would you like to buy my product? Then don't do that. Do something that works for your, for your level of confidence. So I, uh, I started following her system mm-hmm. and six months later, I had a team of 50 reps. I had over hundreds of customers earned a company car, reached the top 1% of the company. <laughs> And, uh, and I had free car insurance from the car. And so, and I made over five grand that month. And for me, you know, I had come from earning six figures, but for me, it was just a blessing, right? Like, I, oh my gosh, now I'm making enough money to be able to survive. And so from then on, I just continued to do that same thing, taught it to my team and we grew and grew and grew, um, and, and became an eight figure sales organization and, mm-hmm. um, and just tons of leaders along the way with 20 people reached the top rank. I mean, just did some really incredible, awesome things together. And uh, I built a studio, we had a training studio and a center. And so people would come in and get their makeup done. And we had a whole <laughs> thing. It was a ton of fun. Um, but you know, it all, it all changed because I met that one lady who kind of gave me direction, which was huge. Shout out to Maggie. Thank you, Maggie. We love Maggie. Yeah, we, we love, love Maggie. her. I, <laughs> yeah, I'm thankful. Yeah, she's I'm a thank dear you, friend. 
So, hey, I, I don't want to get negative because I'm not a negative guy. We've, no, we've only known each other for a couple minutes here, but I think you know, I'm a very positive guy. But l- let's talk about the last few years and you know some of the challenges that your clients have had and what you've done within your system to make it so they've been able to maintain that success. Because I mean, let's be honest with each other. You know, some companies did great during lockdown. Some you know sort of plateaued. Other ones dropped like a rock. So wh- right. what were some of the things that you and your clients were working on during that time to keep that momentum going or, or even boost beyond what they were doing before COVID? Yeah, it's a great question. So what was kind of unique about what I was doing is I was always looking for ways to use technology mm-hmm. to reach more people, right? And and I'll, I'll never forget when I was with my former company, I started using text message. And I remember it caused an uproar. <laughs> people were like, that's not how we build relationships. Text message is bad. And I'm like, dude, I don't have the confidence to call anyone. So like, this is what I will do. Yeah. And it, and we got so good at it. Like I figured out exact lines and phrases and ending with a question mark. I had a whole strategy with the text, these three sentences that we got results and we booked mm-hmm. people like crazy. Right. And so then from there, I was like, okay, now let's do Facebook live parties. Right. Let's figure mm-hmm. out how to do that with the parameters of what our company allowed, which was pretty strict. You had to be in a private group and there's all these rules. Mm-hmm. But so we started doing Facebook live parties and we would send samples and they'd be part of these lives. And I'll never forget the first one we did, we recruited uh, 20 people. What was it 20? It was 20 people and we sold, oh no, I think we recruited more than that. And we and we sold over $20,000 mm. in, in a 45 minute window. That's great. And I was like, okay, dude, this is this works. Like we're yeah. going to do more of this, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, that's what I was teaching before the pandemic hit. Mm. I even had a course, still have the course called Mastering the Live, where I taught people, I teach people how to master their lives. So that they can recruit and sell like bonkers because there's a whole follow-up formula and a whole, you know, scripting thing that that's really imperative. But so I was teaching that before the pandemic hit. So when the pandemic hit, that just went bonkers. Everyone's like, okay, show us how to do these lives. How can we do Facebook? And so it, the system was already set up. So people just came in and started winning really big using Facebook. Mm-hmm. And now obviously the trend has turned over to reels. I mean, reels and, yep. and YouTube shorts and TikToks. What an incredible trend there. If you actually invest, you know, just 15 seconds a day to get a video up, that stuff starts to go really, really viral. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can you can reach your exact target audience with a little call to action at the end. You get them to take action. Mm-hmm. It's really powerful. So, um, so yeah, so the, it started with the Facebook Lives. And now it's, there's mm-hmm. a lot of training about Reels now because that yeah. stuff mm-hmm. really, really works. Now, in basically every industry, we've seen a drop in the reach of, of organic. And, uh, you know, obviously, I mean, like four or five, you know, just like you were just saying, four or five years ago, it was folks like us, you know, we were posting every day, we were doing a few lives a week, had incredible traction, you know, nowadays that Aunt Matilda posts every day, and grandma's doing a few lives a week, you know, obviously, organic reach has slowed down a little bit. Has the compensation for that been jumping to that new platform as soon as it it starts lighting up? Or do you stick with Facebook for a little while to see how it's going to play out? Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, I think, the most important thing for anybody who's selling something mm-hmm. is this one thing is, is this one thing. And a lot of people don't know it and they don't do it. And I paid $2,000 for a course that was so over my head, but I walked away with this one thing. So I will save you all $2,000 right here. Thank you. It's to build an email list, build an email list from everybody who follows you on social media. So mm-hmm. I don't care when my engagement's down on Facebook. I don't care when my engagement's down on any platform, because guess what? I'm going to send you an email. And I'm going to give you some helpful advice at the top, some helpful tips. And then boom, I got this thing available for sale. So I don't care what you sell. That works. It works so incredibly well. It also works incredibly well with a text message list. Mm -hmm. And so I think if you really focus on 
in every effort that you do, having a call to action to give away something that gets people on your email list, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe just have a handful of little Mm -hmm. key things you give away, but in everything you do, so that while those things are out there circulating, whether they get low engagement or a ton of engagement, they are like little fishing lines out there Mm -hmm. and they're pulling people onto your email list so that you can continue the conversation and continue the sales process through email. That's how you close people. So that's how we crush it. And anybody who's doing that, uh, it's really, that's, that's really the key. Michelle, thank you so much for saying that because that's a gold nugget to anybody that owns any business. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter if it's network marketing, doesn't matter what you are. If you're building a list, you secure your future economically. And, True. I, and I, I speak about this a lot because, well, I mean, you and I speak on stage a lot. We're, we're always doing these speaking gigs. And whenever you volunteer to do a speaking gig, one of the first questions they say is, how big is your list? How big is your social following? Because they want to make sure. And we all know that a list can be a tenth the size of a social following and have 10 times the power of it. Lists yep. have so much more power than any sort of social following. So I'm so appreciative that you said that. That was that was great. So so let's talk about the flip side. We talked about growth. How about retention? What, what are you guys doing as far as your retention model goes? So, um, you know, it's a great question, how we're retaining people. I mean, I think Like for me, I just am always looking at the newest trends and the newest Mm -hmm. strategies that are out there and I'm creating new content for that. And so Mm -hmm. I think you obviously can go stale if you don't have like new fun stuff. doesn't matter again what you sell, but Mm -hmm. let's get a little, get creative with your marketing, get creative with what you're sharing with people. And and for everything that we put out for somebody, is this really going to change their life? And is it really going to make a difference in their business? And if it it doesn't Mm -hmm. check those boxes, it's not going to go out. Yeah. So we are super detailed with creating like, you know, if I, I make a workbook like this, it's 20, it's 120 pages and it is chock full of like every single little detail you need to like absolutely crush it online. That's what we do is, is we completely over deliver. And so mm-hmm. I think to stay relevant, you over deliver and you stay relevant by, you know, knowing what the trends right now or hearing something new and saying, oh my God, I got to share that with my audience. Mm-hmm. And you can apply that to any business model, really. Do you see any sort of retention difference between folks who are building compared to folks who are just straight customers? So um, when you say that, you mean people, so you're saying network marketers, is that what you're right. asking? Network marketers who are, who are aggressively trying to build a team compared yeah, to yeah. just trying to retain customers, you know, yeah. just trying, trying to get that volume to just keep pumping month after month after month. Here's what I'll say for about that. I think there are some really forward thinking network marketing, social selling companies, Mm -hmm. really forward thinking. And I think there's some that are, I I don't know if the word dinosaur is correct, but they are not adapting Mm -hmm. to the changing world that we're in. Um, And so the ones that are super forward thinking are talking about reels. They're talking about internet marketing. They're talking about attraction marketing. They're talking about curiosity marketing. Do you know what I mean? They're very aware of those things. Yeah. Whereas the dinosaurs are like, take our product, use it online and share the product. Yeah. I'm like, that's not a good strategy. People want to be sold mm-hmm. to, but people people want to buy, but they don't want to be sold to. Yeah. So when you share the exact product, you either annoy them or number two, they go find the product online, mm-hmm. they buy it and not mm-hmm. from you. So like, yes, <laughs> that's what I would say. The companies that are doing it correctly are exploding and mm-hmm. I watch them and I'm, I love it. It's fascinating. How about international growth? Are, are you working with many clients who are building a big international team or are you dealing a lot more with the domestic crowd? Yeah, I have. Uh, I do have an international following, but most of the people are here in America. Mm-hmm. So, but I think what applies here applies everywhere. Mm-hmm. You, you know, like people in Australia always say, this is so awesome. It's really helping. And so 
I don't, I don't know that it necessarily matters country to country. I think yeah. it's all the same. Gotcha. Are, are you seeing growth faster or slower outside of the American market? Because I know that a lot of folks have said that domestic slowed down a little bit. International has been taken off a little bit faster. Are, are you seeing that same thing or are you seeing a different path? So I, I, I don't know that I talk enough to international people to be able mm-hmm. to answer that question correctly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I wouldn't be able to answer that only because a lot of my stuff is automated online. So I don't, I'm not always talking to every single person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, I was lucky enough to meet your daughter for two seconds before we <laughs> hopped on. So it was very nice to meet Alyssa. You know, it's now, are you, are you traveling a lot with your coaching business or are you able to do most of the stuff from home? Are, are you, are, are you feeling the impact of, uh, you know, not spending enough time? Cause I got, obviously you've got to spend lots of time with the kids over the last few years, but all yeah. of us parents are going, Oh no, you know, we're going to get plucked back out of it again. Where are we going? Are, are you starting to travel again a lot? And how, how the kids react to that? Yeah. So I have four speaking events this year. I'm really, I am a, the type of person that really loves to be behind my computer, designing things and creating things for the yeah. masses mm-hmm. and putting it out there. And so I don't say yes to a lot of speaking events. You know, if it's a keynote or something really big, I'll go, but that's not my business model. My business model is creating courses and launching courses. And, uh, and that's really what I do. And that's what I, I literally love to do that. Some people hate to launch courses. They hate to create stuff. I'm like, oh man, it's like my, the most favorite thing in the world for me is to create graphics and courses and content that change people's lives and then just mm-hmm. like see them win. So that's where the bulk of my time is spent. Yeah. Love it. So before I go on any courses, can you do me a favor and tell me about Do It Anyway, Girl? I, I want to hear about your book. <laughs> so I'm not an author, but now I am. I decided to write a book. And I say that I'm not an author because I want everyone to realize they can write a book. Mm-hmm. And so I learned in order to write a book, you need 25,000 words. This is some good insider information. And I'm like, okay, 25,000 words. I'm like, if that's the deal, let's see how fast I can write a thousand. So I wrote a thousand in one hour and I'm like, sweet. I just need 24 more hours. Mm-hmm. So I went into the mm-hmm. kitchen. I said to my husband, honey, I need to write a book this weekend. So could you watch <laughs> the kids? And he said, yes. And so then in typical Michelle fashion, I'm like, all right, I'm out. I'm going to go to a hotel for a little bit, get some work done. Meaning typical Michelle fashion is like, honey, I have this really weird idea. And he's like, okay, what now? Right. So <laughs> this was the really, it wasn't that Michelle leaves a lot. It was more that Michelle's like, oh, what is she going to present to me right now? So I'm like, okay, honey, I'm going to write a book this weekend. So I went to the Hyatt place and I wrote the book and it came back on Sunday and uh, the book was written. Then I found Dan Henry's editor. She's amazing. And hired her to edit the book. Got a pretty um, cover made. And the book is a playful, simple, unique guide to achieving success in network marketing. It's basically all of my introverted strategies, how I achieve success, walking, uh, meeting people out in public and getting sales with lead jars. I mean, we did some pretty creative stuff because we were building locally. Then we did a lot of it online too. But I share all those strategies. And it, and it kind of gives you all different strategies you can apply no matter what confidence level you're at or no matter, no matter if you're brand new or if you've been around for a long time. And so, so that's the, I share the entire journey in this book and it was really kind of fun to put together. So anyone can become an author. <laughs> Love it. And what is the current course you're working on? So right now we're launching 21 day branding challenge. So I teach people over the course of 21 days, I got 15 minutes a day and uh, I, every day I go live and I share like, boom, here's the tip of the day to build your brand. So we talk about just every single social media platform, what you should be doing, what you should be posting, how you should be responding, what scripts you should be using. Because I think people get, you might post something, you're like, well, people said they want it. What do I do now? So <laughs> I don't leave you there. I leave you with, okay, now you see this, this, and this, and then you do yeah. this. And so, uh, so 21 Day Branding Challenge is, is what we're working on right now. And uh, people love when's it. That gonna, when, when are we going to be able to get that? 
April 25th, it goes live. Um, it's actually, we're promoting it right now, 21daybrandingchallenge.com. Um, so 20, April 25th is the live date of the launch. And then obviously there'll be replays available in our lifetime access membership area. So uh, so it's live and selling like crazy and people are excited about it. So Love it. Hey, uh, some folks are going to be listening to this in their car. You know, they're going to be on their phones. So they can't look at the show notes. What is the best way to contact you personally? Yeah, great question. So um, you can find me on Instagram. It's the Michelle Cunningham. Mm -hmm. Or if you just search Michelle Cunningham on Google, you'll see my YouTube channel will pop up. Anytime you leave a comment there, it hits my inbox. I'm all over Facebook live all the time. So and it, just Google my name and it'll pop up. Okay, beautiful. Easy as that. Okay, this is a question I love to ask. And I know you've probably got a lot of things that are going to be for this one. What is your six month goal right now? Oh, it's a great question. You know, our, our goal when we talk as a team, I've, I've got an awesome team of four people that help me make this world go around. But I said, I just want to double. Let's just like double, like help double the amount of people. Why mm -hmm. can't we do that? And they're like, all right, let's do it. So that's our goal is just double, double the growth. Beautiful. Now the big one, six year goal. <laughs> yeah. Six year goal is, um, it's, it's just doubling every single year. So whatever that is, uh, -huh. So yeah, I just I just want to continue to impact lives and, and help people and help them get better results and just do it instead of just doing it here with this many people, we want to do it with like this many people. And so mm -hmm. so I think just every year just focusing on double where we're at. Um, that's what I would love to see in six years. And I really love my business model. It's not mm -hmm. stressful, it's not demanding, it's very easy, it's very simple and it's fun. And um it's just so fun to see everybody get results and send me messages. It's just it's really cool. Yeah. I, I wish more folks watching realize how much fun it is to coach people in this industry. It's so yeah. much fun to move the needle for so many families. And I know that's what you do. You're moving the needle for families. And it's such a beautiful thing. So Michelle, thanks so much for being on today. I really appreciate your time. It's uh, you know, so I want to make sure that folks are looking for uh, mastering the live, because I think that's something that a lot of folks need right now because of the new reels movement. I think that people are starting to think of readjustments when you know point blank, there's just certain skills and certain things they have to do. And I want them to learn that from you. Uh, the book is Do It Any, uh, sorry, Do It Anyway, Girl. Want to make sure that everybody gets on that. And the new course is coming out, which I'm super excited about. The 21 Day Challenge. I know everybody's going to be excited about that. Challenges are just, it's the psychology of it, I think is going to really pull people in. So that's fantastic. I love it. So Michelle, thanks so much for being on today. I really appreciate you being here. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Mel. I appreciate it. Thanks, Michelle. Have a great day. You too.